Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Wednesday, September 2nd. I'm your host, Rod Bloom. Joining me today is Joey Toscano. Joey, how are things going? Great. Great to talk to you again. Thanks for having me on. Sure thing. It's been like it's been like a year. Yeah, too long. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I thought we'd talk a little bit, a uh, little bit of AFC North, a little bit about what's going on with the Steelers. You know, kind of get some of your impressions on the Browns and just kind of NFL in general. Uh, you know that this is this just feels like such a strange season. This year, you know, no, the, no preseason games. We're going to launch right into the season, and, and we're kind of supposed to know what to expect. So, what do you think of that? <laughs> it is so weird, and it's so weird that we're um, less than two weeks away from this whole thing starting. I, th- I think actually, what this is Thursday. I think what next week. Oh my goodness! Next next week is football. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we've got a week till the we got a week game. till football. Um, yeah, it's it's just so crazy. There's no, it, it, there's no there's no training camp that, that you know in the regular sense. Um, you know, Steeler fans love going to St. Vincent's and Latrobe and and seeing the team, and we weren't able to do that this year. And um, it's just so weird. And you know and I just kept waiting for the hammer to fall and say, "Oh, this is canceled," or we're not. I mean, we're just waiting for bad news, and that hasn't happened yet. Thank goodness. So hopefully, we actually are a week away from football. It sure looks like it, but uh, yeah, it's just really it's, weird this year. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. It's like eh, I don't want to get my hopes up too much. You know, we're kind of trying to keep up on what's going on, but I mean, it's it's guys practicing. You know, and you're hearing about injuries and you're hearing, oh, well, this guy's doing good. You know, this guy's not. And, you know, some guys moving around from team to team. It's about it. You know, we don't we don't have a lot to base anything on other than that. That's the other thing. It's, you know, in other in previous years, uh, you know, reporters can talk to players. They could get stories. And now it's, uh, you know, at least with the Steelers, I'm sure it's like that with everyone. Uh, you, you get access to the same coach that's on some Zoom meeting and one or two players and stuff. So they really don't know what's going on. Or, or if they do watch the practices, they're not allowed to report on what they see or something like that yeah. unless they get confirmation. It's... It's just really weird, and yeah, it's just, you know, it goes along with all the rest of the weirdness in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, before, I was going to ask you about the changes on the Steelers. Before we do, uh, I know you're a sports fan in general, and Tom Seaver passed away today. You've You've been a Pittsburgh fan your whole life, right? Yes, I'll bet you like Tom Seaver, even even being a Pittsburgh fan. It's one of those kind of guys that's hard to. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying you rooted for him when he played against Pittsburgh or anything, but just one of those guys. I don't think I don't know if anybody could dislike Tom Seaver. He was a little bit before my time, uh, but what I do remember is. 
when you mentioned the all-time greats, he is in that conversation. Uh, I believe he had the highest percentage of Hall of Fame votes, or something like that, or or he's one right of the highest. There. Yeah, he's 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 up there. Uh, um, I was thinking you were a little closer to my age than you actually are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not. I. I I have the maturity and brain of a thirteen year old. That's and I and I and that's how I tweet. So maybe I, I'm I'm song, but we're we're probably close to the same age. But uh, yeah, he was a little bit before my time. But you know, I I know you collect baseball cards, and I was a huge baseball collector um, in the '90s, and. I remember trying to get a, a Seaver uh, rookie card or, or something close to it. I might. I'm I'm, look, I'm looking at my like favorite cards and I don't see him, so maybe I never got it. But uh, that was like a really um, good one to get. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it, it's sad. Apparently, he died of dementia or something like that, which is uh, which is really sad. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah rest just, in peace. Uh, just. I mean, just a complete professional and just, you know, he just, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what, what, how to put it into words. I mean, just like he just kind of owned the mound when he was out there and, um, you know, just kind of on another level from other guys. Um, and I don't have, I don't have his numbers in front of me. I think he, I think he might be one of the last guys to retire with an ERA under three or, or right around three. So, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, and obviously a lot of people talk about him with the Mets. And, you know, he pitched for some other teams after that, too. But um, I'm not old enough to remember him with the Mets in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. But, Career uh, ERA, 2.86, 311 wins, 205 losses, and a war of almost 110, which I'm not even exactly sure what war is. But still, that's that's, a, that's one of those stats of kids. And, and one save. <laughs> one save yeah. one save <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll uh we'll just say we were both at that game when he got that save <laughs> but uh yeah i mean just, it, it's sad to see the to see the greats go um you know i i don't know if we'll see um you know i don't know if we're gonna see many more or any more 300 game winners um you know uh possible but um uh, Seems to be a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. Things are different now. And yeah, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't see that anymore. So yeah, that we might not see any more uh, 300 game winners. Yeah. So let's, uh, let, let's get back to the football. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about the changes on the, to the Steelers roster from last season. Uh, I was looking up the, who they drafted because and the NFL draft seems like it was like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steelers didn't have a first round pick because of, because of the make a Fitzpatrick trade. I'm thinking you guys are probably pretty happy with that trade. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that worked out nicely. Uh, yeah. Um, Minka is uh, like instantly made the, the Steelers defense. Awesome. Um, it was a it was a, it was a nice little gamble by the Dolphins because they figured oh we'll, we'll try it with the Steelers they'll have a they'll have a top five or top ten pick because uh, Ben's not there and, and you know the, the Steelers were able to the scratch to an eight and eight record and have the uh, 18th overall pick so uh, worked out very well for the Steelers um, that's you know they, they took a gamble and it, and it worked out 
So it was 18. Do you, do you know offhand who the who the Dolphins took with that pick? I, I can't remember. do if not, that's okay, but not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Just kind of wondered if uh, if anybody's going to be watching that pick, but uh, probably doesn't matter because you guys are pretty happy there. So, uh, of the other, uh, you guys had uh, uh, a wide receiver and a wide receiver rich class, Chase Claypool in the second, wide receiver out of Notre Dame, um, third round pick, Alex Highsmith, linebacker, um, and then two fourth round picks, a sixth and a seventh. Um, who are the notable guys and who, who do you expect to see, uh, who, who do you expect to see contributions from as, as rookies? I, I tell you what, we talked about how weird it is this year. And every year we have this, um, every team has this, um, these hype stories, these these stories out of training camp of oh this player is looking really good, this player is looking great, and sometimes and, you know in camp that, yeah yeah in camp like oh yeah. or or they have like a big preseason game or something like that, and we thought, oh my god this guy's going to do great, and then they're like the fifty third man on the roster and you know play five minutes the whole season or something like that. Yeah. The hype around. Um, three of the Steelers draft picks is off the chart, especially Chase Claypool. Um, you know, one thing about this year, there haven't been any um, OTAs. There aren't, you know, they were just having, you know, Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So you figured it's going to be a real hard year for a rookie to make any impact. But from what it sounds like, Chase Claypool is looking amazing we keep hearing every day of he made this amazing catch and he did this amazing thing and oh my he looks he, he looks like a pro or he looks like a veteran already it's like i think it's a whole bunch of hype um i i, I think he'll make some small contribution during the season i think uh if they're smart they'll uh, th- they'll simplify the, the the playbook he is big and fast he is automatically the fastest and tallest uh, player out of the wide receiver group. He is a uh, 6'4", 238. He's compared to Megatron. Uh, wow. yeah. He's he's just that, you know, he's he's known for um, he, he he's he's tall and fast, but he's also tough as hell. He's he's described as like a um, kind of like Heinz Ward in the way he he is physical and, and likes to block and things like that. So he um, the hype on him is is off the charts. So we'll see, you know, if they use him at all. The the Steelers wide receiver uh, room is already pretty crowded. They have uh, Juju, Deontay Johnson, who was a draft pick from last year, and James Washington. And those are, um, it's funny, those are the veterans, and they're all um, very young. So how how Chase Claypool fits in with all that, I'm not sure. Um, they also got Eric Ebron, which is going to be uh, very interesting to see how that all works out. So, um, you know, they already have, you know, they have two tight ends now that are pretty good, Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. And, you know, that's not even counting, you know, the running backs. So they also got, you know, Derek Watt as a fullback. So 
Um, that's the big question I have is how you have a lot of guys there. How are you all going to use them? So, um, you know, the, the hype on Chase Claypool is crazy. Maybe he'll just be a red zone target or maybe he'll just be the deep threat target. Who knows how that's all going to work out. Um, but you know, so far it's, it's, it's looking very good on him. Um, Alex Highsmith, um, also hearing very nice things, but you know, with the, you know, that's now that's the question again is our rookies are actually going to have an impact, but you know, maybe you could simplify things for him because he is supposed to be a, um, a backup outside linebacker to back up uh, Bud Dupree and TJ Watts. And so maybe he'll just be in there to, um, you know, to, to, to give them a breather and maybe they'll simplify things for him. Maybe they'll just say, Hey, just attack, you know, go after the quarterback or something like that. So uh, yeah. that's nice. And then um, another uh, player getting um, good reviews is Kevin Dotson. He is a, um, a guard and he was hurt part of camp, but he, uh, when he does play, he has, um, he has looked very good. Um, he's described as a, a people mover. He will just like knock, knock defensive linemen down. So, uh, that has a potential. And then there is an, actually an injury to, uh, David DeCastro. So there's actually a, um, a chance that Kevin Dotson might have, have to start early. So maybe he'll be the rookie that makes uh, the most impact early. How's, how's the overall health of the team been? Really good. Um, I don't think there's anybody that has actually um, been hurt except for David DeCastro. He has a what they describe as lower body injury. It's nice that they're bar- uh, borrowing the uh, terms from hockey, uh, <laughs> making it real specific, upper body, lower body. But <laughs> yeah, um, pick a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pick, pick a half of the body. But uh, yeah, DeCastro has not practiced almost the entire time so that's a little concerning but other than that um health wise they're they're looking pretty good so what are you expecting out of uh juju this season he had a down year last year was he he was he hurt like part of the last season he was hurt yeah okay um I think he was a lot more hurt than he let on. I think it's one of those things where uh, you try to go out there and, you know, give it a go. But, um, yeah, he did more damage than good uh, by playing. I mean, I remember there was a game against the Jets where um, they had a chance to win the game. And uh, it was kind of a jump ball thing. And he just uh, he just whiffed on it and it was a real bad look uh yeah he had a really bad year um and then you know it also didn't help that the the quarterback play um last year for the Steelers was just god awful just just terrible from from uh, both quarterbacks so um he has a lot to prove this is a contract year and he also has a lot to prove because uh he because you know he did he put up great stats his first couple years, but those were the years that Antonio Brown was there. So he proved that he was an awesome number two wide receiver. Well, now you're the number one guy. So, and you want to be paid like a number one guy. So you better put up some numbers and you better do well. So, um, I think also the, with the addition of chase Claypool, maybe they'll put him back in the slots, which is, uh, where he excelled his first couple years. So, uh, I, I think, 
I think he'll have a good year because of those things, because Ben is back and it's a contract year. So he has a lot to prove. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of Browns fans want to hear about the, about the quarterback room. Um, It's a little bit, you guys are carrying, well, you got uh, what four quarterbacks right now. Um, Paxton Lynch, along with with Ben and Mason Rudolph and uh, and Duck Hodges. So, how, how many quarterbacks um, do the Steelers typically carry? Two or three? Usually, they get. Usually, they carry three. Um, the uh, there was a supposed competition between Devlin Hodges and Paxton Lynch, but from what I'm hearing, Lynch has looked terrible. So, uh, they'll probably. Um, keep Lynch on the practice squad uh, because you know who knows what's what's going to happen with all the you know with all the craziness. So, mm-hmm. uh, but but he, Lynch has not looked good this training camp. So, I mean, Devlin Hodges is a good number three quarterback. <laughs> if if he never has to play, you know, um, he'll look real whole, good holding a clipboard or. Um, watching from the press box or whatever, but uh, if, if Devlin Hodges is, has to play in, in a game in a meaningful game, things are um, in bad shape. Basically, everything is on Ben. The big question this offseason was, why don't you get Cam Newton? Why don't you get Jameis Winston? Why don't you get Teddy Bridgewater? Why don't you get some other backup or something like that, a legit backup for Ben? And uh, I either the the Steelers have faith in Mason Rudolph to be the backup or they just don't want to spend more money because they are spending a boatload of money on Ben Roethlisberger. So, and they, and they're, they're already uh, up against the cap. So uh, it's either, yeah. it's either one of those reasons. So, uh, but, but, you know, regardless, Mason is the backup and um, the, the reports out of Ben, you know, it, it's another training camp uh cliche of he's in the best shape of his life or uh <laughs> yeah he's he's lost weight or he's put on 10 pounds of muscle you know i, I love those stories or or uh i, I love the one so and so had a bad year and hopes to improve oh really thanks thanks for uh thanks for letting us know that you know that's just, just a uh one of those training camp training camp cliches but ben has looked good he's coming off that elbow surgery and from what they've said, he's had elbow problems probably for a long time, and they were able to clean that up. So, uh, in theory, uh, he's going to be great and and you know better than ever and stuff. And it's like, oh, by the way, he's also 38 years old. Yeah, so I was I don't looking know at how, that 38 number. Yeah, um, you know that th- that's you know that I I don't know if you saw that there was um. That guy, Mike Tannenbaum, he said that Ben was the fourth best uh, quarterback in the AFC North, and that got Steeler fans really angry. Um, I think I think Ben is going to have a good season. I don't think he's... Uh, the nice thing is he's not counted on to win games all by himself like he was in previous years because the defense was so bad that basically... If you wanted to win a game, you had to put up like 30, 35 points. That's not the case anymore. The defense is much better. So hopefully he doesn't have to do too much. Uh, you know, 
Um, he is 38. He's slowing down. He's not what he used to be. So, you know, don't expect him to be, you know, been in his prime. But uh, he is still, you know, 80% Ben is still a thousand times better than Mason Rudolph or Devlin Hodges last year. That was just some um, truly horrific uh, uh, quarterback play coming from those guys. So I, I think that's going to help the team a lot, that the, the offense is going to be much better and that's going to help the uh, the defense a lot. So uh, I think overall, I think we're going to get a much better offense because Ben is in there. Is 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 he signed just through this season, or does he have another year on his contract? He is signed through next year. And what they do and what they've always done is it's basically kick the can. It's always, oh, we need some cap space this year. Well, we'll restructure the contract, so give us cap space this year, and then next year we'll be screwed, but that's okay. We'll we'll just rework the contract again. Well, so just add another year each time. Yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll, Right now, as it is, um, he he signed a two-year contract, and so right now, like his cap hit, I think next year is like forty-two million or something like that. So it's it's and, and I mean, right now, because the the salary cap will be lower, they're already like sixteen million over the cap. So what they'll probably do, and especially since Ben said, "Hey, I'm." I want to win multiple Lombardies. So, you know, unless that means we're winning the Super Bowl this year or next year, that I guess that means he's he's going to want to keep playing for, you know, a little while longer. So most likely they will they will restructure the contract, extend it, something like that to uh to give him more cap space. Check out our sponsor, Skippin' Stones at Etsy.com S K I P P I N S T O N E Z. This holiday weekend, Friday through Monday, 20% off everything in the store and free domestic shipping over $35. Shop for yourself or check out the great gift ideas, jewelry, frame poetry, pebble art, and much more. Now back to the show. Yeah, well, I've I've been rooting for Paxton Lynch to do something because I've got three of his rookie cards graded like a 9.5 that uh, they're pretty yeah, much worthless right now. They but. are. Yeah, you might want to put them at the bottom of the birdcage or something like that. They're they're not going to be yeah. worth too much. <laughs> He's running out of chances. Yeah, yeah, not not looking good. Well, they're for sale. If anybody listening, you know, is a <laughs> big huge Paxton Lynch fan, you know, I'll, uh, make somebody a deal. So, <laughs> no, I was trying to look at the. The, uh, at the, the schedules, you know, Steelers schedule, Brown schedule. It, it's hard to know. I mean, we know some of the, we know we know the players on the teams, but again, without seeing preseason, without um, you know, really getting a feel for some things, it, it's kind of hard to to really know how teams are going to hit the ground running. Uh, you know, for me, um, I, honestly. I don't, I don't expect the Browns under a new head coach um, to come out with no game experience and just be on fire, you know, the first week or two. I think that's a lot to ask, um, yeah, especially since they're playing, you know, the Ravens the first week of the season. I mean, shoot, I hope they go out and win, but uh, you know, I'm not saying it won't happen or couldn't happen, but. Um, 
I don't know if you've really looked at the Steelers schedule and kind of have an opinion of how you think it flows, um, you know, where it's hard, um, where, you know, where it's easy. Uh, if you think, if you think, uh, there's a difference between a home and away game right now. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I, I think there's two big factors in determining how a football team is going to do this year. And one of them is continuity. And unfortunately for the Browns, you know, getting a new coach is, um, it has come at the worst possible time because, you know, there were no, you know, it wasn't a traditional training camp and it wasn't traditional OTAs and stuff. So it's really hard for, um, you know, new coaches and new players to come in and, and but, but that being said, who knows? And then the other thing mm-hmm. is there's no crowd. How's this going to work? I guess yeah. they're doing fake crowd noise or something like that. It's not the same. I think the crowd, I think, um, you know, I asked this on Twitter, you know, like, what sport is most affected by the crowd? I think it has to be football. Um, home field advantage is yeah. a huge thing, and that's going to be gone. So, like you said, what's the difference between an, a home and away game? Nothing. It's like it's like a pickup game, basically. You know, there's there's nobody in the stands, so there's there's no real crowd, there's no real crowd noise and stuff. And I think the players really feed off that, and I think that's really going to affect them. So I think, do me a favor. I learned this the hard way. Don't gamble on sports right now. I yeah. I, I learned I learned that the hard way. Um, I I think. You know, when you when you say, you know, in normal seasons, you say, well, the Steelers play the Giants first and then they uh, then they play the Broncos and they play the Texans. And so, well, this is an away game. This is a home game and stuff. So I, I don't think that matters this year. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, um, you know, and, and yeah, so I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And then, you know, the whole thing of we haven't seen any preseason games, so we have no idea what anybody looks like. Uh, I also think that. Uh, because of the lack of practice, uh, I think you're going to see a lot more injuries uh, eventually. So, um, and, and then there's the whole, you know, factor of what if somebody gets COVID? What if, you know, what if it spreads to like, you know, 10 players or something like that? Are they going to have to cancel the game or are they going to have to use backups or how's that all going to work? Oh, by the way, what if what if people boycott because, you know, of, of everything going on? So mm-hmm. I think it's just completely unpredictable. We who knows? I mean, I, I really, you know, every every fan of every team thinks that they're, you know, has has a. uh ridiculously positive outlook usually on their team but i i really have a good feeling about the steelers but then who knows with with all these with all these factors you know what's going to happen well i agree with you i think i think anything could happen and i think there's a good chance a lot of teams are going to be tested you know that their depth is going to be tested uh, you know and and it could go beyond just the guys on the guys on the uh on the roster right now to could go you know in their ability to to pick up free agents um you know guys that aren't even on teams right now um it you know with covid and everything else i think it depends on how the nfl is going to try to keep this season going are they going to try to shut things down you know like you said if if five or ten guys on a team uh you know test positive and have have covid 
are they going to try to make that team play the next week? Or are they going to, you know, shut that shut that team down for two weeks? Uh, you know, what are they going to do? Exactly. Uh, if they make the team play and the team's got to go find players, then things get really interesting quick. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, look at baseball. You know, there have been outbreaks in baseball and they've they've just, you know, canceled games. Well, is that going to happen in football? Or are they going to say, hey, go use your backups? You know, you know, one thing that's yeah. different is the the practice squad is instead of, uh, you know, eight or 10 or whatever it was, it's 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 16 this year. And there's you know special rules for, you know, you could put veterans on there and stuff like that. So are they just going to say, hey, go go use your backups and good luck with that? Or are they going to say cancel the game? So who knows? Um I have a feeling the, it almost seems like the attitude of the NFL is we're playing no matter what. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, so most likely what's going to happen is if, if there's an outbreak, they're just going to say, Hey, go use your backups, you know, just, just treat it as injuries and, and um, keep going. Yeah. So the question is week six, uh, it's, it's the uh, Browns and the Steelers. It's how many Steelers, you know how many starters are actually playing, and how many Brown starters are actually playing by weeks. Exactly, exactly. You know, one team could be totally devastated at that point, and, or or both. So, um, yeah, maybe the we all want football, right? Right, right. And whatever team ends up winning something this season, it's going to count just the same, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, you know, every year there are injuries every year. Some quarterback will have some, you know, will blow up their knee and, and be gone for the year or something like that. So do you treat it like that? Do you treat it like, well, if somebody gets COVID they're going to be out for two months, is that the same as having some knee injury or something like that? You know, do you just treat it as another injury or something like that? Or do you treat it as, well, this this damages the integrity of the whole game. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's one thing to deal with an injury to a couple players. It's another thing for half the team to be wiped out, which is yeah. very possible. I mean, you know, you know, football is a, a game of, uh, you know, there's no you can't social distance from a from one offensive lineman to another or one offensive lineman to a defensive lineman. They're crossing into each other. So, you know, there's no, you can't put plexiglass in between them or something like that. So, right. um, you know, you can't, it's, it's unavoidable. And, you know, and then there's the sheer number of people, you know, you're dealing with what, 55 people on each team, which is just the players. Then you have the coaches and stuff like that. So you're dealing with a couple hundred people, um, you know, right there in, in very close uh, proximity to each other. And then you multiply that by 32. So it's, you know, it's a the, lot the, of people. It, it's a lot, you know, like, like, you know, the NBA and the NHL, they did their bubble thing. You can't do a bubble with football. So it's going to happen. And then how we deal with it, we'll see. And, and, you know, you know, there's, there's questions about the legitimacy of, you know, in hockey of, you know, it's like, is this really the Stanley cup with them, with them playing? It's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's debatable, but, you know, but, uh, so yeah, we'll see. I, I think, I think what'll happen is there will be a Super Bowl. There will be a Super Bowl champion and everybody knows, listen, 2020 is just, 
a hellscape of a year. So, you know, yes, you're the Super Bowl champion, but, you know, we had other things to worry about. So congratulations. But you you got your I'm like, I'm not saying there's an asterisk, but it's like, you know what? We it's 2020. I mean, everything's been strange this year. Exactly. I, I would be surprised if if whoever wins this thing, if there's not a little bit of strangeness. It could, it could be a swarm of murder hornets. That could be the Super Bowl champion. Who knows? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be a fire tornado or something could can can land on the Super Bowl. Who knows with, with the way things are going? Yeah, so assuming that, that the teams in the North stay relatively healthy, okay, that, that nobody loses half their team for a couple of weeks to COVID or anything else. It's just... Just standard injuries across the board. How, how do you see the division shaping up? I think you have to say that the Browns, no, the, the Ravens are the favorites. Uh, you know, they looked unstoppable last year, <laughs> except for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, you know, they, they look so good. You don't know whether that's going to continue. You know, I'm done doubting Lamar Jackson. It's like, okay, dude, you're awesome. You you, you won me over. Uh, you know, but you, but you never know. He could he could regress a little bit. Uh, so who knows? But I mean, but right now, you know, the Ravens look good. So you have to assume they're going to win the division again. I think the Steelers are going to be very good too. I see ten or eleven wins from them. Uh, you know, I I I think the Browns have. Uh, potential. I mean, they have a lot of things to prove too. Baker Mayfield has a lot to prove. Odell Beckham has a lot to prove. So, I mean, there's, you know, they got to be angry about what happened last year. You know, they had all that hype and then it was disappointing. So, you know, they, they, there's there's a lot of people with a lot to prove there. Um, you have the pieces. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are probably the best running back group in, in the league. Um, you know, you still have Odo Beckham and Jarvis Landry, and now Austin Hooper. Let's see how that works out. And you know, you you have, um, you know, Miles Garrett has a lot to prove. So I mean, it's it's the the pieces are there. I could see nine or ten wins from from the Browns. I could see them making the playoffs, and then. You know, the the Bengals, who knows? Maybe the Bengals might do something. Joe Burrow might be legit. Who knows? Maybe they'll, you know, I mean, they're, they're, a, they're, a, they look like a train wreck of a, of a team, but who knows? You know, I don't expect anything from them, but maybe they could they pull out pieces. Yeah. yeah they, you know, you never, you know, Joe Burrow is the big X factor. He could, mm-hmm. he could come out the gates, you know, being great or something like that. I mean, and then they have some pieces there. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, uh, Joe Mixon is very good. So who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll pull together six or seven wins or something like that. So it could be a very good division. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, I believe that. Um, it, we'll, we'll see how, how, you know, how things go down. I think, uh, I think the Steelers, a lot's riding on Ben, you know, obviously. I think if, you know, if Ben has issues or anything, then, uh, you know, um, I'm not going to make the mistake that we made last year and, and write the Steelers off if Ben goes down because he still did pretty well last year. Well, um, the thing him. is, but it's, if it's a different team. It, it, it's 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 a different team. I mean, they were mostly able to keep everybody. They, they lost their big loss was Javon Hargrave, um, and their big addition was um, you know the, the the draft picks and 
Eric Ebron. So um, mostly it's the same team, but mm-hmm. you're right. It's all on Ben. They're, they've put all their eggs in the basket. Basically, the Steelers' philosophy is this is it. We're this is our chance. Win now. We're we're winning while we're we're going to try our best while Ben is here. So we're in win now mode. So it's all it's really all on Ben. They've you know they decided not to get a, a good backup quarterback. It's like basically we ride or die with Ben. If Ben goes down, forget about it. It's the same thing as last year. It's going to be. Um, you know, they, they, they would hope to get to eight and eight if, if without Ben. I mean, that was a freaking miracle that they were able to get a, get eight and eight with just just that. Oh, God. It's they were kind of surprising so... they didn't that they couldn't bring anybody else in, that, you know, to back him up. Honestly. It was it was a big surprise. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. Like I said, either either there was money considerations or they just believe in Mason Rudolph and hey, if that's the case or or they basically say, listen, if we don't have Ben, we don't have a chance anyways. So who cares who comes in? Who care, you know, why why bother? So they, they could have thought that too. Well that that's that's possible. So um I gotta I gotta switch from football for a minute. My wife sent me a thing either on Instagram or Facebook Messenger or something. And this has nothing to do with sports. But I know you don't always talk sports. So she sends me this thing, and it's talking about liverwurst sandwiches. Okay. What the heck? Liverwurst sandwiches. Okay. And because... Um, when I was when I was a kid, I used to have um, I used to have Braunschweiger, but we called it Goose Liver. Okay, so I look up, I go, what's the di-? I look up on on uh, you know Google, what's the difference between Braunschweiger and Liverwurst? And here I pull up this article, and I guess Pittsburgh is like a capital where Liverwurst and Braunschweiger are really popular sandwiches. Is this ringing a bell at all, Joey? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't go to those parts of Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just, haven't had it in forever. I just was, was just kind of curious, but I guess Pittsburgh's really big on Braunschweiger, and and there's all different kinds of it and different brands of it. And I haven't, I haven't had it probably since I was ten years old. So it's been, uh, it's been a while. But uh, uh, I was just kind of curious if you, if. Uh, you know, if it was if it really was big in Pittsburgh and, and what your thoughts were, it would not surprise me at all because uh, uh, Pittsburgh has a very uh, sizable German population. Um, it's weird. Yeah, we're very we're very ethnic here. There's a there's a pretty large Italian population. There's a pretty large Irish population and a pretty large uh, German population. So uh, it would not surprise me if it was a big deal in, in certain parts of the town. Um, yeah, we have we have a little Italy. We have a German part. Uh, really not an Irish part. There's people. There's there's a lot of drinking everywhere. But. Um, yeah, so it would not surprise me at all if if that was um, a big deal. I just don't go to those parts of the town. <laughs> <laughs> this article was interesting because they brought in like uh, they brought in like like people that were serious eaters of of these sandwiches and like had them try different different 
brands and <laughs> pick their favorite. I didn't read the whole article. I just <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I didn't know there were serious eaters of of that kind of stuff. I thought, you know, I just thought people maybe had it once in a while or had it because they they had to. So, anyways, <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty serious about our food in in Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah. If, if if I want to get into a fight about anything on, on on social media, I'll I'll say I'll say anything about food basically, and people will want to fight me. Um, especially about pizza. If I say certain places, oh, this has the best pizza, people just want to. Like, oh yeah. Like uh, let's, yeah. You know where where, where do you want to what what parking lot do you want to meet so we can fight? I mean, people get really angry about that. So, uh, yeah, food is a big deal around here. Well, you you probably haven't been out of Pittsburgh much lately, but. What's uh what's some of the best donuts you've had recently? Maybe something you haven't uh something that's new to you. I just saw that somebody sent me a joke today that the uh the donut hole is a hundred percent fat free. I thought that was really funny. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean I haven't had a good donut in a while. Oh boy. Yeah. Gosh, that's I, I miss I miss a good donut. There's um there's this place in Pittsburgh called uh Big Daddy's and it was like a it's like a, a small diner that just it's just old fashioned. They just had really good coffee and some some you know like a really nice uh, selection of donuts and you just go there and you just you grab a paper. And it's just like it was, you know, decades ago. You just you forget about everything yeah. else, put away your damn smartphone, and you just you just drink your coffee and you eat your donut and you just you just have a good morning. That's that's what I miss. So uh, you know, there's, there's 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 places like that. There's um there's places where like you can make your own donut or you can not you, you can make it, but you you basically tell them how you want it made. You know, there's like custom made mm-hmm. donuts and things like that, which is really cute. Um, I think it's a chain. It's called Duck Donuts. But Duck, there's, yeah. there's um there's yeah. other places. But, yeah, that Duck Donuts is one of them where it's like, you know, you tell them how you want it make and they make it right there for you. And it's hot and warm and it's wonderful. So that's that's nice. But. Yeah, man, I haven't had a good I haven't had a good breakfast in a long time in a restaurant. Like we'll go to restaurants occasionally, but not not for breakfast. I miss that. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll get past all this stuff at some point and you can get out and hit that donut trail again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I did that for a while. I did the uh, I did this like just go to every donut place and just just try them out and and rate them, but uh uh, it's, 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 <laughs> I, I, I had this, I had this experience where, you know, you know, people will say certain places are really good for donuts, but it won't let you sit down and eat there. You know, you, it's just a place to go get the donuts and then you got to go somewhere yeah. else. Well, one time I went to this place and they, they said, Oh, you got to go there. It's really awesome. So, so I got some donuts and then we went a few doors down. There was a coffee shop. So it's like, okay, we'll just have our donuts there. We'll get some coffee. It'll be nice. We bring in our donuts, and they were so angry that we brought in outside food. And and most restaurants and most places are like that. They don't like when you bring in outside food. But it's like, what do you want? Here's a crazy idea. Why don't you guys get together and and, and have a partnership instead of, you know, getting mad at me for bringing in outside food? Like, why don't you guys get together, you dummies? Like, do, do I have to think of everything? Yeah. 
that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You think they would, they, that they would still want you to come into their establishment. Yeah. And buy, you know, buy whatever they're selling too. Right. Hey, come on. Come on. People yeah. put, put, put two and two together. Come on. Yeah. No kidding. But hey, Joey, it's been a lot of fun. Oh, great talking. Uh, great talking to you again, man. Yeah. Um, so everybody can follow you at Joey Bag of Donuts with a V. Yep. And and um, catch your uh, your podcast. You have a separate um, podcast account, but they can catch that through your Twitter. Yep. Um, the it's donut called the Donut Bag. bag. Yep. And go ahead and tell talk about the other uh, the other podcasts that you're on. Yeah, I'm also on Steelers Brawl. Uh, and that's uh, that comes out once a week, and I, it's uh, me and two other guys, and we we uh, we talk all things Steelers. I also talk uh, Steelers on my po- uh, podcast, The Donut Bag. Um, yeah, yeah. Follow me on Twitter. I'm uh, Twitter is where I make my living. Well, God, I wish I made my living. God, I, w- I wish I made some money. God, I'd be, I'd be freaking rich if I could make money off Twitter. But uh, make about I, as much money off it as I do. Yeah, <laughs> as much as much money off that uh, Paxton Lynch rookie card. But um, yeah, I'm 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 a uh, Twitter addict. I am obsessed with it. I literally tweet 24 hours a day. I figured out how I can uh, tweet all day and all night. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm on there way too much. Uh, so so hit me up on there. I'm I just had a tournament of who's the best Muppet. And an animal one. Awesome. Oh, animal. Okay. That's animal be- beaker is uh, in the finals. Yeah. Big upset. Yeah. Speaking of tournaments, I'm in a I'm in a tournament through the uh, bracketeers for the best podcast, and I thank God, Joey, that you're not in it because I probably wouldn't have made it as far as I have. I'm into the elite eight. Ooh. But I am up against I'm up against Harrison Smith, who I think is a a filmmaker with twenty thousand followers, and he's ten percent up on me right now. And I think our bracket I think our bracket has like twice as many votes as anybody else's right now because we're both trying to get people to vote for us. But I had a nice lead, and now he's called in some reinforcements and kind of starting to put me away a little bit. I think he's got a lot of fans. <laughs> well, dang, I got, let's, let's, let's get behind you. That would be, that would be great. <laughs> I just, um, I actually, um, vo- vo- I was in my own voting thing. Uh, the, uh, the local paper had a reader's poll for, uh, best local Twitter accounts. And I, uh, I I was today today was the uh, the final day of voting for that it was it was basically going on for a month and what I would do is I would message people uh, directly to ask for their votes and one yeah. of the people that I asked to vote uh, asked for their vote was actually one of the people I was going against so <laughs> she said you know what I think I'm going to vote for myself like yeah okay that's fair so how 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 uh, do you know what the results are I do not. I do okay. not. I'm I'm also against some really heavy hitters like the the, the uh, you know the people that have like the top uh, uh, radio show in town and stuff like that. So I don't yeah. think I'm going to win, but I, I really want to finish top three. Well, I got uh, your message uh, and did vote for you. So oh, at least well, thank you, you won, thank so. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I I I uh, pounded the pavement. I went uh, 
door to door digitally to uh, to get votes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. The thing I'm in there, it's the the voting's open for four days, and that's yeah, it's it's a long time to have voting open on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. That's, four day that's, poll. Yeah, that's, it's like it's been we've we've gone back and forth like three or four times, but you know, I think I was up on him like uh, twelve or sixteen percent this morning, and then he had a couple people retweet for him, and, and next thing I knew, I was down eighteen <laughs> percent. Wow. It, it's been a lot of fun. There's um, still time. Oh, I think there's still like two and a half days left in the voting, and so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, you know, either way, either way, it's been fun. I've I've appreciated all the support that people have given me. So, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you you've gotten a lot of support too, and it'd be it'd be good to see you. Have a good showing and or a win in that uh, contest that you're in. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to campaign for you. That's going to be my my mission. Is I'm going to I'm going to try to get Steeler fans to like a Browns guy. So this should be really interesting. Wow. So either 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 you'll get support or I'll be banned from uh, Twitter for good for uh, for for uh, uh, cavorting with the enemy. Good luck. I, I really appreciate the effort there. That just shows what kind of guy you are, Joey. I appreciate hey, that very much. I like I like a good campaign. Yeah. It's been great talking to you. And we'll Thanks, have to do too. this again before it's been a whole nother 12 months. Yeah, definitely. All right. This has been the Browns Blitz, and we will catch you next time.